Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thrilled to be here. It's a hot, muggy, feels like you're walking through angel food cake kind of day in Atlanta. I hate when people from Atlanta are like, it's not hot Atlanta. No, the fuck it is. It's, yeah, it's hot Atlanta. Call it what it is. It's fucking hot. Greta Thornburg, she was onto something. I'll tell you what. She may be 16 and not pregnant, but she knows global warming is real because it is so fucking hot here. We are melting. Speaking of melting, um, posted some photos of my chair post live show last night. It was wet. You could see the actual imprint of my two large ash cheeks. I don't know why. When it comes to showtime, I just, I just drip. And it's not a nerve thing. It's just my, I guess my, my cortisol kicks into high gear and I was fucking literally melting. Speaking of the live show, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, It means the world to me. You have no idea. I'm so excited to perform again. And listen, I'm trying to figure out this new setup. You know, it feels a little interesting being, you know, just sitting at a desk and and telling jokes that way. But I really think we had a a really strong show and I got such such awesome feedback. And I really just adore each and every one of y'all for being so encouraging and tuning in. And it's fun. And I'm learning as we go and figuring out what works. I know what works on the road because I do it and I love it. But it's interesting trying to, you know, translate that to the screen. And um, I can't wait to get back on the road. Hopefully that is soon. But in the meantime, y'all, I'm going to figure out cool ways to do things interactively. And we've got some fun things planned for the next show that we'll announce uh, when when that's up and running. But fuck yeah, you guys had so much fun. Thank you for tuning in and always supporting. So I have a very special guest in the studio today. She's sitting right across from me. You guys loved her. It was one of my top episodes. I don't really want to say that though, because she loves a brag moment. But here she is. Without further ado, let's get into some sisterly, absolutely not. Welcome to the podcast. My sister, Ashley McMahon, the Georgia Law Lady. It's a pleasure and a delight to be here as always, Heather. So here's the thing. So many people message me and say that it's taken them a second to realize that your Instagram name is not Galalili. Like, or they, they don't know what it is. And I'm like, it's the Georgia GA law lady, but it really throws people for a loop. Yes. Well, I'm not really sure what you want me to say about that because like, that's basically like saying people are confused with tying their shoes in the morning. I, I don't know how to help you. Like, I don't know what to do. That's what I tell them, but it's always like three years into them following me. And then one day I'll get a message out of the blue and it's from like a girl named Katie. And she's like, I just need to tell you, I just, I was today years old when I figured it out. I was like, okay. Now there have been a lot of things during, I would say quarantine 2020 that I have realized I was today years old. Yeah. When I found out, um, mainly because I'm spending a lot more time consuming content and Whenever I watch Netflix or consume like any, you know, TV shows, I am exactly what a millennial like, is defined as. I am also on my phone and on my iPad. I, I have three different mediums happening at the same time. If I had an Apple where, watch, my head would explode. Exactly. <laughs> where I'm like Wikipediaing like what's happening in right. this movie. And then I'm like, it's like that Aziz Ansari special where he was talking about how he knows everything about Joe Pesci. Yeah. I will go down an internet deep 
dive. And I've done that with so many things. My brain, a lot of room in my brain is taken up right now by useless information that I have recently. Ashley, that's why your theme song is Here Come the Facts. Here Come the Facts. Here Come the Facts with Ashley. Well, it's true. And I impart knowledge on you every day. And I am not going to apologize for that. You're an attorney. And I feel like a lot of the facts are probably bullshit. Like you could come downstairs and be like, did you know that Crayola was started by a Nazi who, you know, burnt, I don't know, burned birds. And that's how they came up with the first Crayola crayon. I'd be like, no, that's, you could just make something out of nothing. Did you know that Hugo Boss created the uniforms for the Nazis? I did learn that. And Volkswagen, Hitler wanted to have Volkswagen as a specific car. Like he wanted to brand it as the the Nazi car. Oh, okay. That and makes sense. two Volkswagens at our house. And I was like, so Hitler was into branding. Yes, he probably was. He was the original influencer. Yes, Hitler (laughs) was the original influencer. And so I just found this all out. We, you know, we always had German cars, but I have, I love my, my fucking Jetta's like the greatest thing on the planet. And I was like, God damn it. But apparently Volkswagen was like, nah, brah. Like, nah. Yeah. But Hugo Boss was like, yeah, Yeah, brah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So what's been going on? Let's, let's update the folks on kind of what you've been up to during quarantine. Well, I literally have been quarantining because I got sick 4th of July weekend or like right before 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. Stomach stuff wasn't feeling good. Also had like a sinus infection, but we... We, we have sinus infections, like people get their period. Exactly. Frequent and, and furious. Yeah, it was just bad genetics. I was kind of laid up. And of course, with COVID and everything going around, I went and got myself a COVID test and did it through one of those CVS, like Minute Clinic drive-thrus. And they say five to seven days uh-huh. uh, to get your results. And it took like six days for me. But I did what you're supposed to do, which is not go out and bebop around town while you're awaiting your test results, right? Right, because so you're got, a law-abiding citizen. I am a rule follower, okay? Uh, when I see people without masks on in like the public grocery store where they have signs up everywhere that say you need to be wearing a mask, I'm like, the amount of balls that these people have, yeah. I don't have. I wish I had the cojones that you have to walk in here and boldly walk past all of these signs. I only have to assume that you must be illiterate. You know, like you can't read because I would be so uncomfortable. Well, we get really crazy too because the selfishness of, you know, other folks being around my mom, like our, our mom, sorry, right. who she needs to go to the grocery store and get things. Sometimes I'm willing to let her just be your mom. Like... <laughs> <laughs> There are other days. You said it actually, we were in the car and you said it too the other day. You were like, well, my mom, I mean, it's our mom. mom. And on that day, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, honestly, you can take her. It's a lot. She's been fucking nuts. It's a lot. It's a toss up. So um, naturally I'm living alone with Bronson. Yeah. And um, he's become a stage five clinger when I spent basically seven full days, you know, glued to my couch, only getting delivery. You know, I mean, really hardcore quarantining because I wanted to come up to the house and hang out by the pool with mom and right. not, you know, and I know mom's going to cough into my mouth because <laughs> that's what she does. So I know. Now, Robin and Ashley, okay, well, hold on. Let's just preface this because I know everyone's wondering. You got a negative test result. Yes, I got a negative test result. So I was cleared to come up to the house and that's immediately the first thing I did. I packed my bags. But now I need you to know that I can always tell when Ashley's in the house because she has this dry hacking cough. My mother has the exact same hacking cough. We're on the same blood pressure yes. medication, which causes that. Yeah, it's like a- like literally, it's like a, it's like an old cat with a hairball and a touch of just like d- dementia. Like that, I, that's all, that's the only way I can describe it. That is cough. the first way I've heard it ever described. Yeah. But okay. It's like you cough and then you, for, you do it so much that you forget that you've coughed. It's almost like a tick at this point because, yes. well, the, the alternative is that we have a stroke and die. Yeah. So like, cut me some slack. No, I am. But it's, it's just, I always know when you're in the house because I hear the like this cough. But I don't cough in people's faces. No, but mom will. Mom has sneezed in the direction of the gardener. She has sneezed on the mailman. Rob, and then when you're like, mom, cover your mouth. She goes, oh, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Quit telling me what to do. Yeah, get over it. Get over it. <laughs> That's the thing. That's why Ashley and I are truly warriors is because our entire life, we were told, get over it. There was never sit down and let's figure it out. It's just, I'll get over it. Y'all know I'm used to being on the road and staying in hotels and I judge every hotel by their like hotel sheets. And so I wanted that same experience of like hotel luxury. You feel me? There's nothing better than getting into a crisp bed with freshly shaven legs into a delicious, buttery, silky, 
Luxatine, and in this case, Brooklinen. Yeah. That's the company, Brooklyn and Sheets. So here's the deal. Rick and Vicky, who created the company, they basically were like, we want to make beautiful home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. And they were used to going to nice hotels. And they're like, we want to bring this kind of luxury you know, to your everyday life. I get the Lux Satin Sheets. They're insane. They're like buttery and smooth cotton sheets. And every time I get in them, I feel like, even though I'm locked up raw right now, it's a little bit of like a slice of heaven. Like, where am I? Am I at the Edition Hotel in WeHo? Like, where am I? I'm feeling very glamorous. Literally, you can talk to a rep. They have a rep that's ready to chat about any questions you might have. Listen, do you want the linen sheets? Do you want, you know, the heathered cashmere? Do you run hot? Do you run cold? They will literally help you specifically get whatever your heart desires. I love their sheets. There's no middleman. It's just a great product and a great service. So they work directly with manufacturers and directly with customers. The sheets get shipped right to your door, all luxury products without the luxury markup. You can't go wrong there. So Brooklyn and Sheets are the perfect place to start making your mornings great. Brooklinen is so confident in their products that all their bedding comes with, guess what? A lifetime warranty. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code absolutely only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Now back to the podcast. That's why it's really difficult for me to be in public at all right now because, you know, you get cough shamed so hard. Like basically every time I'm going to the grocery store, you know, with my clean COVID test Mm -hmm. and I know I'm clean, you know, I am holding my breath, trying not to, you know, physically breathe during an entire shopping run, which is very difficult. Maybe you get a mask that just says I'm on ACE inhibitors. Yeah. (laughs) I've got high blood pressure. Back off me, Bruce. You know? I think you just got to put it out there. Yeah. You know, people used to tease me so bad about my inflamed eczema uh, growing up that I felt like I should just wear a t-shirt that say, it's not, somebody came up to me in school, actually a guy that I had a crush on. And he was like, Heather, do you have leprosy? Oh, that's fun. And I was like, it's eczema. Well, people don't usually make fun of me about my high blood pressure because they, (laughs) that's why they don't know about it. That's why they call it the silent killer. And I shit you not. That's what they actually call it. One of my doctors, I got into a car accident. And so my adrenaline is pretty high. This mm-hmm. is a million years ago. Mm-hmm. But I went into the hospital, into the ER to get checked out and make sure nothing was broken. And the ER doctor took my blood pressure and said, your blood pressure is extraordinarily high. And I was like, oh, I haven't been on my pills for a couple of days. I forgot to get it refilled. I think it was in law school at the yeah. time. So I was just stressed out. And they were like, well, you know that, they call this the silent killer. And I looked at the lady and I've just been in a car accident, ma'am. So I'm like, just kind of gave her the side eye. Like, well, I almost violently got killed. Thrown out of a BMW. So, I mean, I would welcome the silent killer to come sneak up on me in my sleep any day now. Well, you know, they always say that the signs of a female having a heart attack, I learned this in my CPR class when I used to work for Soul Cycle. <laughs> they said that the signs of a woman having a heart attack is basically my everyday fucking, like, rigmarole. Like I get up, I have a slight headache. I feel a little nauseous. It's almost like a bout of acid reflux. Like you could be walking around as a woman and have a full-blown heart attack and it'd just be a Tuesday and you're at Target and have no idea. Yeah. That's because women are amazing. Fucking warriors. Yes, we are. We get shit done. But also all of the studies that have been done on the symptoms of heart attacks, what we know as the symptoms of a heart attack, you know, your left arm going numb, all of that that jazz is have only been done on men, six foot tall, white men, by the way. (laughs) So it's like, okay, so we're just going to act like women have exactly the same biology and the same symptoms on everything. Like you ding dongs. And sometimes my breasts, because I have large breasts, they just hurt. And it's not even like a period thing. It's just my, my jugs are sore from just holding up the, this, you know, so much energy. Holding up all that talent. (laughs) And most of the town is stored right in my areola region. And sometimes they're tired. Yeah. You know? They look um, tired today. They are tired. Extra droopy. Um, somebody sent me a message. She was like, can I ask, do you have implants? <laughs> okay. I talk about, I've realized, I talk about my medical issues on Instagram far too often. I find it funny because I love, well, one, it's educational. I love putting it out there like, guys, do I have a science infection? Because I'm just lazy to go to the doctor and then I'll have like- And you can't WebMD anything because it'll tell you you have a brain tumor. But I'll have yeah. like 15 like um, ENT, you know, doctors that follow 
calling me and they're like, girl, this is what you need. Get this, take this. So I'm like, I just basically didn't have to pay a copay is what right. I just did. <laughs> but then I will also get these women who are like on a mission, you know, for whatever medical thing they're going through. So a woman messaged me yesterday. She was like, I noticed that your eyes have been really red and crusty. Do you, can I ask you, do you have implants? And I'm like, no, I've got saggy titties like every other woman and no dental implants either. And it's just eczema. And she's like, oh, okay. Cause I just didn't know if you had like, you know, issues with your implants. And I'm just like, one, do you think my tits look that good? And two, no, like it's just eczema. But I realize, like, I love when I get feedback from the internet of what people think is wrong with me. Also three people are now, now you know, people are analyzing all of your videos and pictures for possible medical conditions. Ashley, people screenshot them and send it to me. And they're like, you have a new freckle on like the left side of your shoulder. You need to get that checked out. And I'm like, thank you. But also, do you have these photos stored on your computer? <laughs> yes, Fuck. in a special yes. file. Dude, people- Called were, Heather Mull photos. We're doing the meet and greet last night. And it's weird because you're like on the screen and, and people were taking photos. I like screenshotting it. And so many people put up the worst photos of me like mid-chew. At one point last night, your show buffered for us and froze for like two seconds for mom and I. And mm -hmm. you were in the middle of some joke and you were making, it was the worst face that ever. you yeah. could freeze on. Yeah. And honestly, mom and I laughed probably for five <laughs> straight minutes about that frozen screenshot. We just didn't tell you until I'm telling you right now because, you know, we didn't want to interrupt the flow. It's fine. It's fine. Mom didn't shut the door. The cat jumped on the fucking desk, knocked over a light in the middle of the Mom of the show. just came into the office and demanded that we keep the door open because the cat is crying and might need to pee. Yeah, yeah, because just so you guys know, I'm recording this in the office, the same place where I recorded the show last night. The litter box is directly across from me in the bathroom. So if the cat- Fill with that pretty litter. Yeah, fill with that pretty litter who's a sponsor of the podcast. Um, and literally, the, if the cat's got to take a dump, my mom's like, forget the fact that you're doing a performance. The cat can't hold it. She opens the door and then the cat jumps up on the desk, almost knocked over the computer. I'm like, mom, I'm trying to work here. <laughs> you're literally trying to put on a live, Show. No respect. I get no respect, I was Ashley. in court in here in a Zoom like yeah. court hearing and mom opened the door for the cat to pee. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess. All right. We've grown up with a mom who is so savage in the sense that she critiques. She is your biggest critic and biggest cheerleader. I'll give her that. But also- But the cheerleading itself the cheer is weird. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's always like a little bit of a backhanded compliment. And then, but then when you tell her like, mom, I'm working, this is my job. She's like, oh, is it really? You know, but they want you to pay for everything. So it's right. It's really hard. I just don't understand. Um, I kind of understand with your profession because what you do is- Silly. Is, yeah, it is. It's entertainment, you know, which is fun. And mom also is a little bit involved and she wants to, you know, be the star of the show and she right. wants to pop in probably on this podcast right now. I wouldn't she, be shocked. She's going to come in here and go, are you guys recording a podcast? Yeah. Like she doesn't know. Heather, the dog needs to go out and go, <laughs> let him, let him out. I don't, yeah. what do you, what I can't have 45 minutes. Yeah. You have a, a silly career. I have a very serious career. It, it is something that I feel like people know what you do when you say like, oh, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer. You know, people like can't in their heads know what that is. Right. It could be life or death. Yes. But mom, even with court is like, no, 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 that's, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who are these people. What did they, her favorite question whenever I tell her, oh, I just spoke to a new client. She said, well, did they do it? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. First of all, I'm not having that conversation with you. Are Second of guilty? all, what do you think new client phone calls are? are like for me? Just somebody calling me like, I did it. Get me out of it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> No, she has no sense of the law. No. Ashley, no. She also tells me that she would constantly, she's always like, well, I would convict him. I would send him to extra prison. I'm like, mom, that's not even an option. And second of all, I'm a criminal defense attorney, right. so please don't stop doing that, you know? I casually interrupt the podcast to talk to you about Pretty Litter. It's kitty litter reinvented. Listen, I've got a cat, my sweet Delta. She chirps like a little chicken and runs around like a, a corgi, if you will. I mean, she really is the cat that is the dog. But the big thing is she's getting older and it's so important, especially with cats, to understand their health. The cool thing about Pretty Litter Cat Litter is it has super light crystals that trap odor and release moisture. But 
so it's like a low maintenance litter, but it also has this really cool thing that monitors my cat's health by changing colors when anything is detected, like any potential underlying issues. So on the back of the bag, it literally shows like if they're really unalkalined, if there's traces of blood, anything that I need to be concerned about, because obviously my cat tries to talk to me, but I don't understand what she's saying. Literally the pretty litter will change colors. And then I can just look at the diagram on the back of the bag and correlate what means what. It's a great way just to be able to check in every day and know, all right, my cat's health is looking okay right now. And if there's any red flags, the litter tells me. Pretty Litter arrives safely at my door in a small, lightweight bag that lasts up to a month. It's awesome. And now that I get litter bags auto-shipped, I don't have to deal with the last-minute trips to the store and shipping is free. Y'all, I cannot tell you how annoying it is when you have to go to like PetSmart and you got 16 bags of litter in your carriage and then you get to load it into the Jetta. It's a pain in the ass. Pretty Litter comes right to my door. It helps me figure out what's wrong or what's going right in my cat's life. I am so here for it. It is one of the best litters I've ever tried on the market. Here's the thing. Get the world smart litter without leaving home by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code absolutely for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com promo code absolutely for 20% off. prettylitter.com promo code absolutely. Well, I think what was the interesting thing because, you know, I, I know nothing about law and I, I ask you some of the silliest questions, but it's genuinely just because I, you know, I, that's not. And I love it when people yeah. are interested. So, But you said the best thing ever. You're like, it's not my job to whether they're right or wrong. My job is to get the right, the right sentencing for fuck god damn it my okay my my job is law and order theme song just plays over this I mean clearly I did such a great job of phrasing this that you forgot it completely and they're now butchering it and I'm pretty sure you're about to say the opposite I might be having a heart attack right now don't blame your heart attack (laughs) give me a break um no I I make the government prove uh, their case against you. I make them prove that they, what they're accusing you of having done, I make sure that they are following the rules. Right. Unfortunately, like in our current state of affairs, I don't know, it's total chaos. It's a roll of the dice. That's why she's on blood pressure medicine. <laughs> yeah, but I've been on blood pressure meds since like I was 20. Okay, let's talk about our genetics. Dad kicked the bucket from pancreatic cancer. And I believe there are two things that were involved with that. One, he wore his cell phone on his hip in that like nerdy clip. Yes. And I think he stood in front of the microwave staring at everything (laughs) as it rotated. And he ate Waffle House every day. Now I drank like 15 Diet Diet Cokes. Yeah. My dad, okay, our dad, I w- we both yes. claim him. He was a great man. Yes, yes. And he's dead, so we have to both claim him. We are him. pretty sure he is yeah. both of our fathers. Because well, we look just like him. Yes. But dad used to go to restaurants and he was the most charismatic guy. And he would literally lean over to like the young guy, like, you know, serving you at the club and be like, hey, hey, what's your name? Charlie. Let me just tell you something, Charlie. Uh, your tip is solely based on the fact uh, how how full my Diet Coke cup is. And he would bring his own Georgia Tech commi- like memorabilia cup. Oh, we would have to collect the Georgia Tech cups after the Georgia at Tech the, After the football game. Yeah. in the club seats because he'd be like, I need those good plastic cups. We have more Georgia right. Tech football cups at our house. But he would take it to the country club and be like, hey, Charlie, just keep this thing full, buddy, and you'll get a cash tip at the end. And they'd be like, yes, Mr. McMahon. Or what about his joke that would always make the waiter uncomfortable? So uncomfortable. Did I sell this one the last podcast? Uh, if I didn't, I'm, I'm, well, whatever. I'm just going to say it again. Yeah. His favorite joke to tell at any restaurant would be, he would order a Diet Coke. I'm already uncomfortable. I know where this is going. I know. I'm uncomfortable too, even saying it. He would order a Diet Coke and then he would look at the waiter or waitress deadpan in the face and say, you know why fat people drink Diet Coke? And he's... No, he would say, do you know why people drink Diet Coke? No, no. No, no, no. Actually, he would say, do you know why people drink Diet Coke? Because they're fat and they're thirsty. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. You're right. I I butchered that. Um, but he was a fat man. So now <laughs> the waiter or waitress is determining like, do I, do I laugh it? at this? Yeah. <laughs> because this man has just ordered a Diet Coke and he's telling me that he's fat. I can see that he's fat, but I'm also not comfortable with also acknowledging that he is fat. And it's like, well, but I mean, but he is fat. Like, come on. Okay. So that's the point of the joke. That's what makes it fun. Interesting thing is I even have this sometimes too. Like I talk about like my broad shoulders and all this. And we live in this like day and age where people are like body positivity. I'm like, no, no, no. You guys don't realize. I talk about yeah. this with Raymond all the time. I'm like, I didn't get here because I don't love, uh, I don't like myself. I like myself so much that I reward myself with snacks. So <laughs> like, I'm like, you did a great job today. Go get a cookie. Yeah. You're so cute. 
have a sandwich. Right. <laughs> I, I hear you completely. And I, I enjoy life. You know, I reward myself with being withholding because that's how I learned from mother. Yes. <laughs> well, so dad used to always say, okay, so when Ashley and I are so physically different, I just want to paint the picture for you. If you don't know what she looks like, she's, you're what, like five, two? Five one. Five one, maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet. Probably 105. 105. Baby bird bones. I mean, you could literally Yeah, take- I, I might have hollow bones. Yeah. So, but we weighed the same apparently when we we're little, and dad used to always describe it as he's like, Heather, it was he's like, Heather, it's like holding a bag of pennies and a bag of feathers. They both weigh a pound. So it's a pound of pennies and a pound of feathers. But the pound of pennies just feels denser. <laughs> that was you. You're a pound yes. of pennies. Your sister's the feathers. I'm like, thanks so much. I like, enjoyed I, take, I enjoyed that story every Thanksgiving. I take after dad so much so. But the weird thing is my blood pressure is perfect. Uh-huh. I'm the heaviest person in our family. My blood pressure is perfect. I'm agile as fuck. I go, you know, to my checkups and they're like, yeah, your, your shit looks great. Yeah. I mean, you would think and I are both very small very individuals and it tends to be people who are larger or overweight or less healthy who have high blood pressure. Those are usually the causes, you know, so it's just genetics for us. But mom and I are the ones that have the bad DNA. Dad was a pilot and he flew for fun and that was like his hobby. So dad would, we would always be on to dad about smoking, about drinking Diet Coke, going to the Waffle House and having like nitrate filled sausage three times a day, you know, wearing his cell phone on his hip. Of course, cancer would have taken him, but he would have to go every year and get tested to keep his, you know, FAA ratings up. And the FAA does not mess around when it comes to your, because if you're, if you're flying a small, like, let's say prop plane and you're the only person in it and you have a heart attack and die, guess what? That plane could end up inside a built office building, exactly. you know, like, or land in a terrible place. So they don't mess around when it comes to your physicals. And Robin used to be so pissed because every year, it's like every March he had to take the test and Robin's like, they're going to tell him, they're going to tell him something's wrong. He's got to quit going to the Waffle House and he would come back. His lipids would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. His blood would be great. Cholesterol's like low. <laughs> One year, okay. He was on some new like cholesterol medication and apparently it was some sort of experimental medication medication that I guess now is is pretty commonplace, Mm -hmm. but it had actually reversed Mm -hmm. his cholesterol. And like there's there's a test that they do where they see like how much plaque buildup is in your eye. Like Uh they can see it through some sort of eye test. And I remember dad came home from this FAA exam and he was like, they actually told me that my plaque had reduced (laughs) from last year. (laughs) Can you believe that, Ashley? It's all due to this uh, Lipitor. Lip tour I'm taking. And I'm like, it's reduced? You have put on weight since yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how has your cholesterol gone? Down? Who is the is the body double you're having stand in for these tests? Who's doing your I, no, tests? I no longer believe that you are in there. Yeah. If you would have told me that cancer would have taken my dad, I would have been like, get the fuck. I would have put a million to one. I've been like, no fucking way. Yeah, no way. No. I'd be like, he would have been a heart hit attack. by a Krispy Kreme yeah. truck or something. Or you a know? heart attack at the Waffle yeah. House in his booth. Or but- he gets in a car accident trying to pull into Dairy Queen like across <laughs> three lanes. Remember as kids, we would even mention Dairy Queen and like all of a sudden one would be in the distance and yeah. dad would drive into it. Into it. Yeah. You know, they have to prove the thickness of the blizzard now by handing it to you upside down. As they fucking should. As they, as customers always write. One thing our government has gotten right. Put that in the constitution. (laughs) If you're like me and you've basically been like living in the swimming pool or just, you know, just trying to soak up as much vitamin D as you can, your hair is probably a hot mess right now. I found this awesome company and I'm so excited that they're a sponsor of the podcast. It's called Pros. R-O-S-E. And listen, there's no one size fits all when it comes to shampoo and conditioner. I bleach my hair. I'm blonde. I, if I'm spending this much time outdoors, I need something that's going to take the brassiness out. You know, when you're you're dealing with chlorine, like uh, my hair in the summer can go from like literally a broken wheat straw to like the green machine very quickly. Pros is really cool because they've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz. And that's like basically how I got started. So I went on their website. I take a full in-depth quiz about like, okay, how much time am I spending in chlorine? What products do I use on my hair now? The texture of my hair, the consistency, all of that. 
And then literally with their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Prozen determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat my exact concerns. So they sent me an awesome shampoo to really like purify and get out because I use a lot of dry shampoo. I use a lot of product. And also then my conditioner was amazing because it had a lot of natural oils in it, but it also has a purple tint because I can get very brassy really quick. So I'm using something that is specific for like shinier, fuller, stronger hair, but also so I don't get that orange tint. And if girls, if you know, if you're not a natural blonde, that's the most annoying thing in the world. Here's the thing. If you're not hundred percent positive, pros is the best hair care you've ever had. They'll take the products back. No questions asked. You cannot lose with pros. I highly recommend their products. I'm just a huge fan. Pros is the health hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash absolutely. That's pros.com slash absolutely for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. I'll never forget the day that dad, I came home and dad would always, it was kind of like our thing. Like mom and Ashley had their thing that they were thin. Dad and Ashley had- That was our thing? No, that was your thing. That was your thing, yes. So existing. Ashley, when we would sit around at dinner and like roast each other, it was always that dad and I were fat, you and mom were thin, and then you and dad had the thing that y'all were quote unquote fucking Mensa. And then mom would would try and chime in that she's Mensa. And then now we get shut down. (laughs) I wouldn't even try and fight it. I'd be like, I'm not Mensa. Like, I know I'm not Mensa. As I'm like literally just like, you know, putting a cold spoon against my face. (laughs) And then my thing with mom, mom and I got teased because we were artists, like artistic. So almost said autistic. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, could be on the spectrum. (laughs) So that was always our thing, right? My point is I came home one day and, you know, dad would always talk to me. He's like, yeah, you're thick. You got those big shoulders. Heather, honey, like you're still gorgeous, but I'm sorry you got my genetics. He's always like apologizing that I took after him. Right. And one day he's like, I was like, yeah, I'm starting a new workout program. He's like, well, let me come in here. And he brought me into the living room. He's like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you how to do a crunch. (laughs) Oh my. Okay. Hang on. Well, I got to paint a picture for for the viewers or for the listeners. (laughs) This is really more for a visual medium, but, um, our dad was fat, but he had great legs. Always. So he was round, like around the middle, like shaped like a circle. So, He had a thick neck and thin ankles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But a crunch, I don't even think is physically actually he possible. Got, he got down on the ground. I was literally laughing so hard. He's like, God damn it. Pay attention. He's like, Heather, if you just do ch- like a crunch and he was showing me how to physically do it. I was like, dad, I just came from fucking soul cycle. I think I know how to do a fucking crunch. He's like, well, I used to do those when I played football. And I was like, that was that 40, was 40 years ago. <laughs> I was like, thank you for that. I will take that into consideration. And then one day I came back and I was so red in the face. I'd done like a double soul cycle class. She's like, God, you're really, you're really killing it. You don't look thinner though. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, dad. Yeah. Cause I have your fucking genetics at this point. It is just maintenance. Like I am not ever going to be in a deficit. I am just trying to maintain the fact that my pants will button. But you're just trying you. to flatten the curve. Literally. I'm trying to flatten the curve. Uh-huh. Oh my God. That's great. Um, I can't believe dad thought he was going to be your fitness instructor, but that's oh, yeah. fantastic. And then I came home one day and he was drinking a Slim Fast and eating a Krispy Kreme donut. Yes, because he thought it was a, he didn't know it was a meal replacement. He thought it was like what you drank with breakfast. But honestly, in all fairness to him, I did that when a Bulletproof Coffee first came out. I didn't realize that you had the Bulletproof Coffee with all the fat and the butter and the MCT oil and you don't also get a breakfast burrito. So I put on like oh, 15 okay. <laughs> Okay, I did that with Hardy's Thick Burgers. Ew, you ate Hardy's Thick Burgers? Yeah, when I was 19, and basically as soon as I uh, was a freshman in college, Hardy's came out with the Thick Burger. And I, we didn't eat fast food growing up. So we I didn't. didn't know fast food wasn't like all organic and had a ton of calories in it. I also didn't know a Thick Burger or that a burger was capable of having all the calories that you needed to consume <laughs> in a period of 48 hours in one meal. Yeah, you did come home from college and for being, this is like the, really the only time in my life that I've been like, we got her. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ashley came back and she, I remember you came back for like Christmas break and you started making Kool-Aid. And mom yes. was like, Ashley, that's all fucking sugar. Who taught you how to make Kool-Aid? And you're like, oh, we mix it with alcohol all the time at the parties. You're eating a hearty stick burger and drinking yeah. Kool-Aid. Mom's I like, thought, you're going to have a heart attack. I thought Kool-Aid was made the way that Crystal Light is made. Ashley, I'm and not my roommate, I knew that. My roommate would make the Kool-Aid 
And I would drink two to three pitchers of Kool-Aid a day and I would have the shakes at night and couldn't <laughs> sleep. And I was like, and I, again, I'm five one and maybe a hundred pounds. And I put on like 30 pounds in like a month. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. That, that was the best month of my life. Also snapped back like, you know, nobody's business just saying no stretch marks over here. But um, I felt like I needed to clarify that Ashley walked, for your audience. You walked in the other day and I was like, God damn it. You're too thin. You got thin and you were like, yeah, I know. It's just hard to keep, keep on weight sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I've never had that problem. At no point in my life. Well, have- I think our responses to stress are very different. Like I lost a lot of weight in law school also because I was very, very stressed out. And when yeah. I'm stressed out, mentally stressed, I don't, I forget to eat. I've never forgotten to ever eat. Yes, I have a lot of nervous energy. So I'll go on like 15 walks a day or hit up the gym twice a day, things like that. You, when you're stressed out, seek comfort. I get a foot long for yes. Publix. <laughs> I go to Publix, I get a pub sub. Not the six inch, the 12 inch. And then I just eat it in a dark room and cry to myself. Well, but we are both on the same page about dark rooms. So, you know. We do love a dark room. I love a dark room. I I, black out curtains. Yeah. Get that thermostat down to like 67 degrees. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, well, like you were saying earlier, it's hot here. It is. Oh God. You want to hear it? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Here's. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to get into it. In Atlanta. Okay. It is like. Imagine the surface of the sun. Yeah. And then inside a rainforest. Yeah. So the humidity is 110%. And then it's also 100 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of creature lives in this environment, but we have managed to survive. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now people with the face masks, okay, most people have a cloth or some sort of fabric mask. And these dingalings that I have seen Mm -hmm. around, uh, keep the mask pulled underneath their chin, okay? Which I get it. It is very difficult to breathe when you've got 100% humidity outside. But these people are doing it inside when we're in air conditioning and they've got it as like a neck warmer. And I'm like, first of all, that's like having sex while holding a condom, yeah. okay? It's not effective and it's just keeping your neck hot if you're holding the condom next to your neck. I My guess, I don't hot. know, right? It's very thick. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I get that you can't breathe, but just like take the mask off. Like, why are you creating another area of your body that is now well, they do that to, overly sweating? They do that so they don't get the shit that they, you know, are not wearing the mask, but it's like a half ass. It's like holding a condom. Like mom wanted to go talk to, we're getting their basement redone. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of contractors in the basement and there's a lot of dust kicking up and stuff like that. And they're all together and, you know, they may be wearing a mask. They may not be. I don't know. But physically wearing masks just because they're actually doing construction work. Right. Right. And mom goes to go in the basement and she's holding her mask in her hand. And I look at her and I'm like, either put the mask on or put the mask down because what you're doing right now isn't benefiting anyone downstairs or you. So just like make a choice. I don't know. I don't care which one it is at this point because you're going to do what you want and then you're going to come right upstairs and cough directly in my mouth. So (laughs) I'm, I have resigned myself that this is the life I live now, but you make a decision. Robin. Listen, I just want you to know, like if you see Ashley, the, the galah lady out um, (laughs) or Robin and they're coughing, it's not the COVID. It's, it's literally the ACE inhibitors. Yeah. My kidneys don't work so good, apparently. Or they are, they work too good. I can't, I don't Actually, know. Actually, I've got like one good egg left. You got a fucking weird uterus. We're I fucked. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I got to figure out how to freeze my eggs for you because this may be the time to do it. If if you got to go on like fertility medication or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like I'm getting laid in the time of Corona. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. So mom has absolutely been convinced, convinced both of us not to carry our own children. Well, she apparently hated it so much yes. that she has been forever traumatized and that's why she parents Can I be the honest way with you? she does. I saw the Amy Schumer documentary. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen the documentary. So she has hyperemesis. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but it's basically like where you have morning sickness to such a degree, your whole pregnancy. Isn't that what the princess or, you know, Kate Middleton, didn't yeah. she have she that? Had she had to go to the hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't keep anything down. I mean, the whole documentary, like God bless Amy Schumer, she's doing her like tour and her stand-up special and she literally is like vomiting every five seconds. Oh, uh, I can't stand vomiting. I, I watch, oh, and I hate it. I cry every time. Yeah. 
If I throw up, I cry. If I if I throw up once, I'm throwing up everything I've eaten that week. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm just we'll be there all day. So she's throwing up literally up until the moment she's giving birth. And I had one of those moments. And mom had always said, Heather, I I had such a bad pregnancy. I know you have shitty genetics because of me and dad. Like you're gonna want to get a surrogate. And so I've been looking into it. I'm like. I mean, listen, if I can give somebody else an opportunity to carry my child because I actually have some like hormonal issues, I don't know if that's going to be an option for me. Like, why not look into it? Right. And Jeff was so opposed to it. And then I told Jeff, I go, Jeff, if we can give get a surrogate, then I can still work those other nine months. I can be on the road. If you think that I can be on the road, unless I'm like, you know, I can't do oh, that. There's, there's no there's way. There's no way. Yeah. And then when, of course, when Jeff heard like money, he was like, okay, let's get a surrogate. Keep, keep grinding away, babe. But anyways, saying all this, but mom was just basically like, you should get one. Mom had us at 40. That would make us twins. Mom had you at 40 40. and had me when she was 37. I'm 36 right now. So I'm really pushing the limits here. You know, and everybody says, oh, I have a kid later. But I'm like, well, Robin had us late and and we've got issues. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're extremely messy. (laughs) I'm a stand-up comic. There you go. Well, not to mention, you know, the fact that our mother basically grew up during the Great Depression and (laughs) parented us as such, you know. If we didn't have a coupon, we didn't buy it. No, absolutely not. And dad was like, I'm kind of successful. And mom was like, no, put the ice cream back. No, no coupon. (laughs) You're not successful enough. Yeah. Yeah. um, All of this being said, though, so I've been having conversations with some of my girlfriends who obviously had kids and I've had two friends who had amazing pregnancies. And then like Annie had the best pregnancy ever. She fucking loved it. She didn't gain an ounce. She fucking looked great. And right. And then her baby is so I mean, Olivia is just the best thing on the planet. I just I love all my babies, all my friends, kids. But then like my friend Katie got gestational diabetes, was fucking miserable and was like, I would wish pregnancy on anybody. So I don't know. It's interesting, though, after I saw the Amy Schumer documentary, I was like, fuck this. Well, have you told your fans what mom advised you and Jeff to do when you interview surrogates? No, by, by all means, share, th- share this. Okay, so mom... This would also be against the law. No, 100%. It's called fraud. Um, but mom has repeatedly, repeatedly, I mean like at least a hundred times at this point, told Heather and Jeff in the presence of me that if they are going to interview surrogates, potential surrogates to carry their children, that they need to send me and my friend Gunner in because Gunner is Korean. And so, you know, an Asian guy with someone as small as me so that the surrogate won't be scared (laughs) off by the vision of you and Jeff and the potential size of your baby coming out of their body. I said, and mom said this oh, totally God, deadpan. I'm sorry. She's like, it's so funny. She's like, me. Ashley, you and Gunna gotta go. You gotta make, you gotta, the surrogate better think that she's having a small baby because if Jeff and Heather go in there, there's no fucking way anybody would sign up for that baby. <laughs> I'm like, she actually thinks that the surrogate would be like, would get up and like, just pull their resume slowly out of your hands and walk out. Right. <laughs> right. Well, but the shoulders on you guys though, alone. I mean, unless you're C-sectioning that baby. Can I be honest with you? So Dr. Nelson, who shout out to Dr. Nelson Castillo, who's one of my dearest friends now. And, you know, he does my Botox and he's just the best, but he does a lot of reconstructive plastic surgery. That's one of his specialties. And he always tells me, he's like, oh, Heather, no, you don't have have a C-section. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, we'll do it. I'll go in there. I'll make sure that I sew you up. Everything will be good. You want a plastic surgeon to be sewing you up because they they don't leave a scar. He's like, Heather, I deal, my job is like deal with people whose assholes have fallen out of their bodies, like rectal prolapse. And then we had a friend who had it. And I said, wait, 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 I'm sorry. What? Ashley, I just learned this. What? You can rip all the way to your your Uh, butthole. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Give me a second. I'm sorry. Are you saying from tip to taint? Tip to taint. And then, and so, then your butthole falls out. <laughs> your colon falls out. What? Yeah. Uh huh. What? I don't know if it's your full colon. I've heard you can poop yourself, but I haven't heard your butthole falls out. No, we have a friend who she had. A are, full- are we whispering now on yeah. the podcast? You realize yeah, this is going to be all like a bunch of. She doesn't listen to this podcast. She's a friend of a friend, and honestly, okay, she's never been nice to me. <laughs> and honestly, we obviously don't like this girl because her butthole fell out. And we're talking about it. What are you? Have you lost your mind? We know someone whose butthole has <laughs> fell out. First of all, as soon as this is over, as soon as we are off, you are telling me who this is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and where their butthole is now. I don't know where it is. 
But needless to say, Dr. Nelson was just like, Heather, I know you well enough that like, I think we just go ahead. You're going to have a large baby. He's like, there's no way you're not going to have an enormous baby. Right, right. Unless somehow they get a freak thing and it skips a generation or something. Uh, here she is. Mom, we're she, doing a podcast. You don't know that we're doing a podcast? Mom, just come. I want you to chime in real quick. Oh, God. Just come here real quick. Mm-hmm. And I want we, you to- I want, just want to say we predicted this. And I want you to confirm to the audience- what? That you think that Ashley and Gunner should go into a surrogate and fool them into thinking that that's how big their child will be. Absolutely. Because if they see the size of you and Jeff, they're going to go running. There you go. You heard. <laughs> You've got big shoulders, Heather. Big shoulders. <laughs> now we don't want your butthole to Mom, why up. do you not want me to carry my own child? Heather, I threw up the moment your father rolled over. Oh. Ooh, snap. And um, that's just the way it is. You'll be miserable. Your feet will swell. You'll swell three times the size you are now. No, somebody else would love to do this for you. Just think you're someone who loves to be pregnant. You're helping them. You're going to pay them. It's not like you're picking up a homeless person on the street and ask them to carry your kid. I'm, that might be my only choice if you think that all surrogates are going to run the other direction because I'm so large. No. No, well, you, you, you'll have to pay an extra weight fee. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I had a friend of mine who she loved being pregnant. She glowed. I didn't glow. And if you take after me, Heather, you're definitely not going to glow. Great. And I know your feet go up like half an inch or not. Half oh, an you inch, can't afford that. Half I can't, an I'm inch. already at a 10 and a half. You need to shop in the men's section for heels. At least. And my thing is I'm so broad in the back. Like I'm already a 38 band. People, when they meet me, they're like, oh, you're not like, I carry my weight really well because I'm so broad. It like I can, I'm like just very top heavy. Yeah. It's evenly distributed. But I, I have to get clothes custom made already. I don't have the option of going up a half a band size or like there, there is no option for my back to spread. And imagine all of the shoes you'd have to get rid of. Too. Fuck. Oh, and then who are you going to give them to? No one. No one. No one. Who has your shoe size? Heather, my feet went up two sizes and I'm little. So I can imagine what you're going to look like. <laughs> yeah, but you got monster feet and monster hands. That's the one thing yeah, that you and I, we may be similar in size, but your hand size, you have bear paws. You were clawing at a cookie cake yesterday and you I thought were. you were going to destroy no, it. No, I wasn't. But my feet size, I went from a size seven to a size nine. I went from a size seven to an eight with you and then from an eight to a nine, Heather. So can you imagine what she would look like? No. How big did your hands get with each pregnancy? Because I like how you just evenly distributed the foot oh, size. kiss my foot, Ashley. Kiss my foot. I won't. It's huge. Can't <laughs> miss it. You know what's funny? Mom gets so, she always like, oh, kiss my hiney. I'm like, off camera, Robin's like, you know, go fuck yourself. Right. I have to behave. You don't, Mom. This is entertaining. You don't have to behave. She's got a reputation to uphold. Hey, look what I just found in the mailbox. Some 13-year-old boy will come and walk the dog. I think it's great. No, I do think that's great. Okay, Okay. we'll interview him. We'll give him some, I think that's fantastic. Does he want to be a surrogate? Yeah. Let's just act like we're going to interview him for dog walking and then just start asking him, sir, can a baby come out of your pee hole? (laughs) Have you ever been pregnant before? (laughs) Why do I ask? Who's doing the interview here, Tim? (laughs) Okay, but I said all this because you were saying about like looking into freezing your eggs and this would technically be the year to do it. My doctor originally- Well, I'm looking into freezing my eggs to give to you, not because I want to do something with them. Then you'll have a little one if maybe- a little smart one I with know, a briefcase. No, I'm not. I don't. I think I have a, a couple eggs that I can have my own child. Oh, okay. So you don't need these. I don't know, Ashley. Well, could, do you want me to freeze them? What do you want me to do with them? I, I don't I have to figure it out. What, mom? If Ashley has a child, her kid will be the type that's walking around with a little briefcase, yeah. speaking Mandarin. Your kid will be covered in peanut butter, but happy as a pig in slop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on God. <laughs> All right, mom, get out of here. We got to wrap this up. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay, we'll go get lunch. You know, again, I'm hungry. Who's taking me to lunch? When are we going to get lunch? No, she's a classic Jewish mom. She just yells at you what her ailments are. Yeah. So you're aware. Ashley, so, you know, we've got these like Yeti, um, 
what is this? Fuck, I just had a heart attack. It's like a thermos? A thermos, a Yeti thermos. And I finally made mom start drinking water. Like I keep it filled. She puts wine in there. Great, so do I. I'm not going to judge. You notice she's not using the, okay. So with the Yeti cups, they come with a clear plastic straw. Right. Okay. Like the, the not like a plastic straw that you get at no, McDonald's. No, she likes the metal like, straw with the with the soft. She tip. likes the metal straw that is opaque that you can't see through, and then she's got red wine stains on her tongue when she's done drinking out of her Yeti cup. You haven't put two and two together yet. She's still dehydrated, and she's also more drunk. It's like setting the sippy cup for your child to go to like preschool for the day. <laughs> and I literally had to follow her around and be like, open your mouth and drink. She does not drink water. It's insane. No. She, it, no water ever, period. I started feeling so much better as soon as I switched from drinking coffee immediately in the morning. To chugging a bunch to, of water. To chugging basically eight, I would keep a like a Yeti cup next to my bed and put a little like a slice of lemon in there because I like some flavor with my water. Otherwise, I love fruit water. Yes. Spa fruit, water. Uh, cucumber in water makes water taste more like water. Yeah. I don't even know how that works, but it's, it's you know, wizardry that I'm on board with. So I would put that next to my bed and then wake up in the morning, chug that before I even go downstairs where my coffee is. And I would just instantly feel a million times better throughout my entire day. If mom would just do that, instead she brought a coffee machine up to her bedroom. She has her own little mm-hmm. coffee, her station. coffee bar. Yes. I said, mom, you can't walk down a flight of stairs to the $1,200 espresso machine. You want your little coffee bar up in your room? Yeah. And it's just got a French press in there and some beans. I don't even think the she's beans are ground that she's never going to use. But it's for aesthetics. It's oh, She's also got a bathtub with a bathtub caddy in it. Okay. Let me just talk about this bathtub caddy. So mom had the, her whole bathroom redone. It looks, it looks beautiful. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It looks like something out of Architectural Digest. And this woman now refuses to use her own bathroom because it looks so pretty and set up. And we bought the same bathtub caddy that like, it's like bamboo. It goes across your bathtub. It's amazing. It's the best like $20 purchase I've ever ever made. And I asked mom, I said, ooh, have you used this yet? And watched your, you know, Netflix on your iPad in in the bathtub while you're in a bubble bath. And she's like, oh no, I've never used that. (laughs) And she like gave me the side eye like I was getting too close to it right. for her comfort. And like, I'm don't just you like, dare, don't you dare open those bath salts yes. and, and mush them around. Yes. <laughs> I'm like that, but that's how it always is in our house. We have a room that we don't go in. That's like the parlor, a piano that no one plays. When dad had his like first like strike of success, right? It was a thing. It was a, when you had like new money in the nineties, it was like 98, you bought a baby grand piano. Not a sing. There's not a single musician in our family. We are well, art- artistic. No, but- she um, mother immediately looked at her two children and said, "Okay, which one is capable of playing the piano to justify this purchase to my husband?" And then she goes, "Okay, it's not Heather." <laughs> so I, I was like outside, eat. smelling a wind chime. <laughs> yes, you know, you were like outside the window of the piano store, like licking the glass. She's like, "Okay, not that one." Uh, so I took piano lessons for like two years, and I can I can read music and I can bang out a tune, but she never tunes a piano either. And then Christmas time comes around, or any holiday, and she wants me to play like Phantom of the Opera, which is extremely complex. It's not like playing Jingle Bells, you yeah. know? Yeah, obviously. And she's like, Ashley, can you bang out a little bit of Phantom <laughs> of the Opera? Can I Can I just bang out some like Rodgers and Hammerstein for you? No, that's what? And if I could, I'm a savant. But that's always been the thing. Like it was dance, puppet, dance. Like mom was like, I know my kids are talented. And she's like, Heather, put on your tap shoes and do a number for me and Pam. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to perform. Entertain us. <laughs> Basically, I think mom only had kids in order to provide her with some form of entertainment. I'm trying to at least make a career out of it. Yes, yeah, because deep down you want to make her proud. We're all we're just seeking her approval on anything in our lives. And it's like you said about the compliments. When she gives a compliment, she she looked at me yesterday and she goes, "You know, Ashley, you were actually helpful today." It's <laughs> <was> like, "What?" <laughs> Thanks. I will say, not on like a sappy note, but obviously I miss dad every day, but I just, because dad, I felt like he he parented with the sense that he had so much fear of like me going into an unknown business. He knew business. He knew all of that. And I was just like, didn't take no for an answer. I was like, fuck it. I want to do what I'm good at because it's the only thing I'm good at. And I just had these moments where I'm like, 
I wish dad would have been alive for the success for the, the, the oh, ride yeah. up to it. Because when dad died, I was at my lowest point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I, you would hit rock bottom on his deathbed. He was like, don't do comedy. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this career isn't working out. <laughs> and he flatlines. I was like, so I, I do have these. I mean, I know dad obviously is watching and he, and he sends me signs all the time, but there are moments where like, like you were established in what you were doing. He knew you were a good attorney. But I know what you're saying. Like even, even then, you know, I look back and I started the law ladies after, you know, got a couple of days before his funeral. So mm-hmm. I have the same feeling that you do because dad would actually like come to you and be like, Hey, I'm really proud of you. You know, I know mm. you're going to, you're going to be fine. Good job. Mom. Would just give us notes. Yes. Just give us notes on how we're doing oh, it wrong. She's bad. And how we should move into a different profession. Mom, do you think dad knows that I'm, I'm cooking with gas? Absolutely. Another thing I thought why you should have a surrogate. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because, Heather, I was in labor with Ashley for 26 hours. With you, I was in labor for about nine. And then I left the hospital because you were hungry and I went to the restaurant to eat. Labor is no fun either. So between your feet swelling. That's so crazy. I've always heard labor is really. (laughs) Yeah, I heard it's like going to the Turks and Caicos. If you ever try to shit a watermelon, forget it. So it's like shitting a watermelon. Yes. Yes, it is. Some girls have no problem. I mean, Who are these women? Just, Mom, in, I just heard some yeah, woman lost her butthole. Courtney, Courtney Kardashian delivered like in 30 minutes. Someone like that's fabulous. 26 hours. I had a pile of rubber gloves in my room. You keep moving away from the mic. I had a pile of rubber gloves in my room. And I swear, everyone who walked by my room when I was pregnant and in labor had their hand up there to see how Ashley was doing. Well, it was it was dark and it was cold because I can guarantee your womb was cold. Mom, let me see <laughs> and your I tongue. didn't want to come out. Let me see your tongue. You need to go drink water. Go drink water. I filled up your sippy cup this morning and you haven't had any. Go drink water. Your tongue's white. Go drink water. I love you. Now she's checking out now her tongue. Now she's checking tongue. out her tongue. She doesn't even dress me. Go drink. And she's, she's got a wine glass that she left in the bathroom. Go <laughs> two wine glasses. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Mom and I are the same in that. Yeah. We both never bring a wine glass back to where the wine bottle actually is. We leave, a, we leave them strewn about the house. All right, mom. Ciao, ciao. We won't. We won't. We're, we're about to wrap this up. Yeah. The last thing though with... So I don't know. I don't know what Jeff and I are going to do. I feel like this entire year has been a clusterfuck in the sense that we thought we were going to get married in You're September. You're definitely not going to let your butthole fall out. Well, that's no. what we know. No. And, and listen, shout out to anybody who's had that. People message me all the time and tell me they're like horror labor stories. And I'm like, holy shit. But after I think watching the Amy Schumer documentary, it at least drove home the idea that I'm going to explore surrogacy. Again, I don't know if I can get pregnant myself. We actually haven't tried, but I've got to figure out some things on my end. But this would have been the perfect year to freeze my eggs because my doctor basically was like, you need to freeze your eggs or try to have a baby soon. Well, I don't really, with the way my career's going, like I don't necessarily think I can build a baby right now and bounce back. Right. <laughs> I can't have my colon fall out and then like go play in like Tallahassee. Right, you know? right. Obviously we're just making light and shout out to anybody who's had a bad pregnancy or y'all have been through it. Women are warriors. And I will say that watching this documentary, I was like, well, that's why we have the baby. That's why we have the baby. Yeah, Jeff like gets, you know, he pulled a muscle in his groin and I thought, you thought they were going to take off his leg. You're like, chill the fuck out. Oh, bruh. no, no, no. All of my guy friends. Also, all of my guy friends tell me way too much information about their medical stuff, but they are all the biggest babies about anything. I've gone to court with like walking pneumonia before and not told anybody and been like, hey, it's cool. You know, like I'm just going to shake and sweat and get the that's chills. How COVID the got started, and that's actually. how COVID got started. <laughs> So, so, hey, but that's why I said at the top of the show, I really kept myself at home for seven full days. You did. And and we're, all we're asking is for people to be safe. So this is what I want you to do. If you've ever had an experience, actually, this would be a great segue for the next podcast. If you have a crazy fertility story, if you have a crazy pregnancy story or like just send me your absolutely nots to with pregnancy. All this being said, I have to figure out I was going to freeze my eggs and then maybe have one next year or something. I don't know. But now I'm like, I'm sitting around. It doesn't matter if I get, you know, if I'm hormonal and crazy, nobody's going to see it. So I I have to, in the next month, I have to figure out and make some hard decisions on what I'm going to do. Not in the sense that am I going to start, have a surrogate, but do I need to start freezing my eggs? Like I have to explore all those options. If you were in this house 
hormonal and crazy with mom also in the house. Have you thought about that? I don't think you've thought this through because you may actually murder mom. Like, I don't know that you on a lot of estrogen or whatever, you know, hormones would be pumping through your body would be able to stop yourself. Like you may black out and then wake up and you've smothered mother with a pillow (laughs) after she made a like nasty remark about like your thigh or something. Anybody knows me um, knows that I am so cool as a cucumber chill. I let things roll off my back. I don't anger easily. But then when I fucking snap, it's terrifying. Yeah. That's how, you know what? We are similar in that respect. Is it, I feel like I'm pretty chill until like when I get really mad and then I'm usually Actually, quiet. You pop off all day, every day. What are you talking oh, about? I don't know. I, I argue so much in court that, that I don't Ashley, really, everything's an argument. Everything's an argument to me. And on that note, we're going to end there because <laughs> we have things to work out off air. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. I love you as always. And you know, it's just fun talking about shit. That's not about COVID or anything. Just like going down, you know, memory lane. Yeah. Going down memory lane. Woo-hoo. With the Georgia Law lady. We gotta it's, it's Galah lady. Galah lady. <laughs> um, all right, Ashley, y'all can find her on Instagram. If you need an attorney in Atlanta, she's absolutely fantastic. Has a great reputation for most of the dudes in jail. So. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about getting my business card laminated. There you go. Um, so live, laugh, love. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for tuning in to the Absolutely Not Podcast. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.